And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here prophetic faith i am pastor robbie barrett tonight we're going into a brand new series teaching about distractions now i guarantee you that you're maybe like most people and we often neglect distractions and how serious they can be but in this part tonight we're going to learn that we should never underestimate distractions because what are they they are things assigned by the enemy sent forth into your life to pull your, your attention, to pull your focus off of things that truly matter. This teaching is really going to bless you and it's going to be an eye-opener to things that may be sabotaging you in your walk with God. So let's get into this message right now, distractions, and I'll see you at the end of the program. We're going to learn today about the, the power of distractions and how it can sabotage your life. If you got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Proverbs 4, verses 20. And let's open up in prayer. Father, we thank you today for this word, this now revelation, this rhema that's going to open our eyes and our hearts. Lord, that's going to cause us to recognize the things that the enemy is sending to try to sabotage our destiny and our purpose. Because that's why we are here. We are here to fulfill our assignment. So I thank you, Lord, for uncovering all the hidden traps and snares of the enemy so that your people can have victory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. Look right here. He says, My son, or you can say my daughter, attend to my words, consent, and submit to my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from your sight, but keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and healing and health to all their flesh. Verse 23, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. Put away from you a false and dishonest speech, and willful and contrary talk, Put it far from you. Now, what is contrary talk? That means anything that's contrary to what God has spoken. Amen? Next verse for me, Dave. He says, And let your eyes look, look, let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose and let your gaze be straight before you. Consider. Somebody say consider. Consider well the path of your feet. Let all of your ways be established and ordered aright. Turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Now are you seeing the whole concept of this passage right here? So watch this right here. 
The Word lists several different things in this instructions that I just read to you. In this passage, it lists several different instructions that you and I need to put together to keep one thing from happening. And what is that? Being distracted. In other words, letting the distractions and the cares and the worries of life from creeping in and taking our focus. Notice what he says. He says, put your focus on one thing, and that is the things of God. He says, put your mind on it. Put your heart into it. He says, give all diligence to do this. So that tells me right away that that's not just going to fall in my lap. Come on, somebody say amen. This is something I've got to work for. That's why the Bible says, enter in, labor to enter into that rest. What is the labor? It is you making your mind stop going in 50 different directions. Now, how many can say that's some labor sometimes? Amen? Sometimes that's easier said than done, but it's doable. So he says... Have consider your ways. In other words, where are you going? Watch this. I want you to live on purpose. Everything that you do, I want you to live on purpose. I want you to evaluate the things you do in your daily life. Does this match my purpose? Is this causing me to go towards my purpose? Or is this causing me to go in an opposite direction? Consider your ways. And then last but not least, he says, don't look to the left. Come on, don't look to the right. He says, but look straight ahead. In other words, don't get distracted. Turn to your neighbor this morning and say, don't get distracted. What does distraction mean? What does that word mean? It is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. Watch, it's not the issue that you give some attention to the things of God. The issue comes in is when we're not giving what? Full attention. How many knows you can halfway obey God on something? Come on now. You can halfway put your heart into something. You can halfway give effort. And the reason why we halfway do things is because we are what? Distracted. That's what the word distraction means. It means something that causes you not to give your full attention. And as you just read in this passage right here, it's very clear he's saying to you, give your full undivided attention to the things of God. Somebody say amen. All right, so watch this. Many of us are underestimating the power of distraction. We are underestimating. When, when, you, when we talk about distractions, and when we deal with things that pulls our attention off of this and off of that, we really, come on, let's be real, we really don't think that that's a big deal. It, what's the big deal? Okay, I, you know, I waste a lot of time in this. I waste a lot of time in that. What's the big deal? I'm distracted by this. I'm distracted by that. What, you know, I don't see the harm in that. I, I'm still, you know, taking care of my priorities per se, and I'm still doing this and that. What's the big deal? Let me tell you this. Watch this. Because you are underestimating distraction, you don't realize that distractions are really killing your destiny. They are robbing you 
of the best that God has for you. See, while we're underestimating distractions and we're saying, you know, it's no big deal. You know, at least I'm giving some attention to the things of God. You know, at least I'm sometimes coming to church and at least I'm sometimes getting in the Word and at least sometimes, you know, I'm obeying God on this and that. We don't realize is that it is robbing you of the full potential that God has placed in you. That, that's the underestimation of distraction. Now look at Matthew 13, 22. Now how can this be? How, how can distractions really harm us, right? Look at Matthew 13, 22. Now just about all these scriptures today are either Amplified or Amplified Classic. It says, And the one whom the seed was sown upon the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but worries in what? Help me read that. But worries in what? Distractions. Say that with me. Distractions. Worries and distractions of the world and the deceitfulness of superficial pleasures and delight of riches do what? They choke the word and it yields no fruit. Now I want you to look at something here. That distractions literally have the power to do what? To kill out any hope of promise of a future in God. Somebody say, my seed is my future. What I'm sowing into is what I'm going to get in the future. So if I am sowing into the things of God now, I am producing a God future ahead of me. So if I'm letting distractions come in and begin to rob me of this, guess what? I am letting distractions sabotage my harvest. Now, I want you to see something here. All right? So we see here, okay, it's a seed and all this other stuff. No, you don't get it. it. This is past seed stage. Remember the first stage was the seed didn't even get in the ground, right? Then the second stage was it got in, but it was shallow soil, right? But then the, the roots burn up. This is the third stage. Watch this. This is when it's no longer a seed. There's a plant already sprouting out. I want you to see this now. Now, what kind of seed are we talking about here? We're talking about the Bible says that the Word of God is incorruptible seed. Amen. Now, how many of those, naturally speaking, you may sow some seeds in the ground. Every seed may produce. Every seed may not. But we're not talking about, we're not talking about corruptible seed. We're talking about incorruptible seed. That the Word of God works every time. Amen? But I want you to see something that will cause, something that will cause it not to work. That will literally choke the life out of that promise, out of that seed that you were sowing. And that is distractions. It wasn't, it's no longer a seed right here. It's a plant. And yet, guess what? Distractions and cares of life still had the power to take it away. Now you would think if it was still seed form, okay, yeah, you might can see that, okay, it's got the power to, to cause that seed not to produce. No, we're talking about a plant now. See, this is what you got to get. Do not underestimate distractions in your life. They're everywhere all the time. Many different things. 
And if you, watch this, if you underestimate them, I promise you, they are going to sabotage your hope and your future in the kingdom of God. Somebody say this is good this morning. All right, so look at this. Look at Matthew 6, 33. Again, this is the amplified version. Matthew 6, 33. Matthew 6, 33. Do I got it? All right, Matthew 6, 33. It says, the first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. We know it in the King James as, as what? Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? And all these things should be added unto you. Well, look what the amp says. Aim at, strive after his kingdom, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. All right, so let me show you this morning how I know that many people are caught up and they are distracted. How can I tell this? Because the kingdom of God is not their top priority. Pretty simple, right? God says, if you seek first the kingdom, all these things are going to be added unto you. Right? That's, that's what he said, right? Now, how do I know that so many people are distracted today? Because they're not seeking first the kingdom. Now, what am I saying today? Am I telling you that things in itself are wrong? No. Th how many knows that things are good? How many knows that you need things to live? Can somebody say amen? You need food, you need water, you need shelter, you need clothing. There's many different things that you have to have to live, amen? So God doesn't have problem with things. As a matter of fact, He says, I know you have need of these things. And guess what? If you make the kingdom top priority, aim at, strive after, He said, I will cause all of these things to come upon you. You say, okay. So what's the problem? The problem is, guess what? We have underestimated the destruction of distractions. How, how do I know this? Because guess what? Watch this. Satan has successfully twisted this word. You say, what do you mean he's twisted this word? Satan has twisted this word because this is how he says it. He, he says something like this. No, no, you don't have to seek after the kingdom of God. You got to make something happen. You got to go after things. Watch this. How many knows that many are things driven? Got to have this. Got to have that. Got to get more jobs. Got to do this. Got to do that. Got to go, take this over here. And watch this. You ask people, well, you come to church, you come to, no, I can't do that. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of that. We, we fill our life with so many things that we're going after. Now, I want you to see this now. How do I know that we're distracted? Because Satan has twisted this verse and most people don't even know it. Instead of seeking first the kingdom of God, we've turned it. We've allowed him to twist it and say it like this. Seek things of this world first and then seek the kingdom later. Now tell me, watch this now, now tell me that that's not most people's mindset. 
Well, when I get this took care of, when I got, you know, when I get that take care of, then I'm going to come to church or then I'm going to do this or then I'm going to do that. See, they've bought into the bait. Satan has distracted them with striving after things that he's taught them that if you want things, you can't seek the kingdom first. You got to seek the things first and then the kingdom will come later. Let me let you in on something. That is not how it works and it's never going to happen. Why? Because God said, if you want things, you are to seek the kingdom of God when? First. But Satan has twisted this, and he's caused us to be distracted. That's why most people are not fulfilling the purpose that God has placed on their life. That's why most people, you know, they're not faithful, they're not this, they're not that, because they are distracted. They got things they got to go after. Now watch this. Watch this. Do you finally get what I'm saying here? That because Satan has twisted this verse and we are believing it, guess what? Here's what you're doing. Guess what's going on? You're chasing after things, but never obtaining. So here's what people say. Okay, well, I'm going to seek after these things. There's some things in my life that needs to be done. And once they're done and once they're out of the way, then I'm going to get serious with God. Then I'm going to get saved. Then I'm going to go to church. Then I'm going to do all these things that God wants me to do. But after I get these things, here's the deception in that distraction. Guess what? Satan has you always chasing but never obtaining. You never reach the things you desire. Matter of fact, I know people personally right now, personally, that desire certain things in God. I mean, they really desire it, but they will not put Him first. And therefore, guess what? They will never receive it as long as they keep it backwards. Never. Oh, but I want these things so bad. It doesn't matter. See, I'm trying to open up your eyes today. Distractions are not to be underestimated. They will choke the life out of the Word. And what brings forth the kingdom? The Word. The Word sown in you brings forth the kingdom. And what's the kingdom bring? The things. Somebody say the kingdom brings the things. The things that you're seeking after, the things that you are desiring, God says when you seek first the kingdom, the kingdom will bring forth the things. But Satan has twisted it. And he's got people seeking after things and then worrying about the kingdom later. So you're chasing. Now let me ask you a question. How many is interested in chasing but never obtaining? Never obtaining. How many knows, watch this, when you were in sin, you were chasing, right? You were chasing for that next fulfilled desire, that next fix, and guess what? It was never enough. Do you ever notice that? You had to keep chasing, keep chasing. I'm pr- I promise you, this is how it's working. Look at Matthew 13, 22 again. Let's go back to that verse. He says, the one whom the seed was sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word and the worries and the distractions of this world, the deceitfulness of superficial pleasures and delight of riches choke the word. 
He said, so they're so focused on getting the things, they do not take care of the kingdom first. And guess what? It chokes the word, which brings forth the what? Kingdom, which produces the what? The things you desire. Those people that I told you that I know personally, if they would just flip it back the way that God said, if they would just put God first and seek after what He wants them to do, those things that they greatly desire, He wants them to have them. Those things that He greatly desires for them to have, they would come. Now watch this, watch. All right. So he says, the weeds come up and choke the life out of the Word. So what are you left with? It tells you what you're left with. If there was my seed producing and weeds came up and choked the seed, what do I have left? Weeds. Which, you're going to finish my next statement. What are weeds? What do they amount to? Nothing. <laughs> Does not the Bible say you're striving, you're doing all this stuff, and you're not getting anywhere? That's what distractions are. They distract you off of your assignment, off of your purpose, and they got you chasing after things. I want you to picture a guinea pig on a wheel. Come on. How many's ever seen that? I mean, it's spinning that wheel just as fast as it can. But guess what? Here's the bombshell. It's not going anywhere. That's what distractions will have you doing. Satan will make sure that you are so busy with absolutely nothing. Weeds have no value whatsoever. But the Bible says when you let distractions rule your life, that's all that you have left is weeds. Oh my God. Here, what's a good example of this? Social media. That's probably one of the best examples that I can use today. How many hours? I didn't say minutes. We're, we're past minutes. How many hours do people spend on social media? And let me ask you a question. What did it amount to? Nothing. I got to say that again because it's got to break through that barrier because so many people think they're just getting so much accomplished on Facebook. and all. You're not getting anything accomplished. The enemy is robbing you, wasting your time because why? Because he knows that if he takes your time, he takes your assignment. Lord, somebody help me in this place. He takes your time, he takes your purpose. He takes your focus, he takes your future. And so many people are so busy on social media, all these different outlets, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever they've got now, and they're just so busy doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. Weeds. That's all it is. That's why Jesus said, once it chokes the life out of the Word, all you have left is what? Nothing. Weeds. I don't want that in your life. So that's why I'm telling you today not to be distracted. And the only way, watch this, the, the first step of not being distracted is not underestimating it. He will have you chasing after things but never getting them. Look at Mark 8, 27. Here's a, here's a good example. Mark 8, 27. 
and through uh, 33. This is the AMP version. It says, Then Jesus and his disciples went to the village of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way he asked his disciples, he said, Whom do you say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. But others, one of the prophets. Distractions. Now you're beginning to see the big picture. Never underestimate distractions because they are sent by the enemy to sabotage the things that God is wanting to do in your life. It's, to, it's not to fully take your focus off the Word, but it's to make it to such a degree that the Word becomes ineffective. You've got to see that. That it's not just complete black and white. It's always a mixture of this and a mixture of that. But as we're learning, and as we touched on in this program, about how Satan has twisted the kingdom principle. What did Jesus say? He said, you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and what happens? All these things, these things that you're seeking after, these things that take up your everyday life, He said they will be added to you. But what has Satan done? He has twisted that purpose. He's, he's got you seeking after things and then hoping that the kingdom will be added. It never works that way. What happens? You're constantly chasing but never obtaining. Do you feel that way? Well, guess what? God has had you tune in tonight so that you can be free from this vicious cycle of distractions in your life. I want to pray for you right now that distractions that you will begin to prioritize your life and begin to be able to distinct what is distractions and what is of God in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up every person that is watching this program tonight, Lord. Help them to pinpoint and know what is being sent by the enemy to distract them. All these little things that he's sending to take their focus. Lord, give them priority. Show them what truly matters, what, what is purposed in their life from you. And Lord, I thank you that as this takes place... They are going to have the advantage, and the Word of God is going to begin to thrive in their life again. I praise you for this, and I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen. Now, I want to take this time, as I always do, and thank our faith partners. Partners, thank you so much for your partnering with this ministry, for believing in this ministry. And that's what partnership is. When you see the vision of a ministry, you believe in it, and so you sow into it. So if you're watching this, and maybe you've been watching this for quite some time, and these programs really bless you and have helped your spiritual walk, why don't you pray about partnering with this ministry? I'm a firm believer, and so does the Word of God, that any ministry that feeds you, you need to bless that ministry. Why? Because they are helping you live a victorious life and empowering you to eternal salvation. So pray about becoming a faith partner. And until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you here right here next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.